Get it big, get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR Ghana Talks Radio. GTR News. The news we bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. GTR. GTR News. GTR News. We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. GTR. This is the afternoon news on Ghana Talks Radio. My name is Sandra Asante. Welcome to it. Top stories. The president and Anato Dankwe Kufado delivers the 2022 State of the Nations address today. Controversial e-levy bill officially passed. Transport first increased by 15%. GPRTU chairman confirmed. There's a more stories after the break. We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. GTR. You're most welcome back from the break. Your first story, President Nanado Dankwa Kufodo is scheduled to deliver a message on the state of the nation SONA to Parliament today, Wednesday, March 30th, 2022. This is in accordance with the Article 67 of the 1992 Constitution. The state of the nation addresses an annual address to Parliament given by the President of the Republic covering the economic, social, and financial states of the country. The majority chief whip, Mr. Frank Anodompre, announced this when he represented the business statements of the House for the 10th week ending Saturday, April 2nd, 2022, on Friday. President Nanado Danka on Tuesday commissioned the Tamale Interchange, the fourth interchange built by government since 2017. The interchange forms part of the government of Ghana. The Sino Hydro Master Project Support Agreement, that is the MPSA, which was launched nearly three years ago by the president. The Tamale Interchange is the first in the northern sector of the country. Commissioning the project, President Kufado expressed delight over the fact that the interchange was completely ahead of schedule. The Tamale Interchange is a pre-stressed concrete continuous bridge with a very few joints to enhance driving comfort. Let's listen to President Kufado. The Minister for Tourism, Arts and Culture, Ministers and Deputy Ministers of State, Ambassador of the People's Republic of China to Ghana, the Overlord of Dagmon, Yana Bukema, Muhammad Abukari II and the other traditional rulers, Metropolitan Chief Executive for the Tamale Metropolitan Assembly, Chief Director and Officials of the Ministry of Roads and Highways, Chief Executive Officer of Sino Hydro Corporation Limited, the Northern Regional MPP Chairman, Residents of Tamale, Fellow Ghanaians, ladies and gentlemen, Dasiba, I want to thank the Overlord Diana Mahama Bukhari for his gift of the ball. It's highly appreciated and it will be well taken care of. Thank you very much indeed. 
QTR News. On 10th April 2019, I was in Tamale to launch the government of Ghana Sino-Hydro Master Project Support Agreement and cut the sword for the construction of the Tamale Interchange, the first interchange in the northern sector of I'm delighted to be back again, this time on my birthday, to commission the Tamale Interchange. is being completed three months ahead of schedule and on budget. In the midst of a global pandemic, which has brought considerable disruption to every phase of national life. Let me thank profusely the dynamic, hardworking Minister for Roads and Highways. President Becker say, Ghana Jumayo for me who say more bread, me who say economy now affect him. And the my directing minister of finance say only Munsi Kumia na into Akichim and Kosu. Me expect you if you are buying chamber. We cannot bear it anymore. And I ain't to me and so saw young crow for a bill. A babona thing. Na the uh, Honorable Robert Safford mentioned known in the political parlance as Boba has promised to change the face of a half or NPP through an ultra modern office when voted into the office as regional chairman. According to the Honorable, uh, a half of which is part of the strongholds of the MPP without its own party office is worrisome. He explained that the politics of today had gone beyond the rhetorics of abusing people from one place to another, giving them huge promises. He further believes that the task in a half's upcoming presidential and parliamentary election cannot be run anyhow. Honorable continued that when voted to power as regional chairman, he will make sure to win the two seat, which is Asuna for South. That is Honorable Eric. Opoku and Asuna Tefi South Honorable Ohati Collins Dauda, who is currently belong to the NDC party. In his conclusion, Robert Safford Mentor pleaded to OS parent to be mindful of their actions and inactions before, during, and after the election. He explained that it is an internal election and must be treated as such. The real battle is yet due to come. Therefore, whatever we do or say today must be something that is going to help the party in the upcoming elections. Let's listen to him. For me, Honorable Robert Suffolk, me, Marisha Bajani, Dada Emma, is a fund of constituency. What have me more? Sabri, me present. The delegates be matumna. I want to Obama me. I be Afrojina chairman. Afrojina chairman na me nyapepa semi pesemi yeno. 
Mutai bebre ni sima ni so. Nti ya me presa di bre no. So de beye be buwa ma. MPP nya hwa din wa hafu. Duty on news. Breaking the eight in the sun. Ibe timi ya ya famu diye na. Ya diya buwa pati no in 2024. Mutai no so. Di sima ni so ba akupane se. Mekha man kabo mousron kwa ba pati ni mo. Na asum vya ba pati na pati madro fom. Na pati bebe ya nya pepa se. Obeye no hwa ye juma. Yama party no near break the eight. Na afi me tuan among minimum in penny for a minya womo. Any other key stakeholders. Mehama ye tuan amona ya mobilizing resources. Nay see ultra modern office come up the ama MPP for half region. Miss Antony say say her region back one MPP. Ye pe na ye do party no pa ba kwa ye hafu. So ye kan regions no a ye dun siyana stronghold sa. MPP wa. Ye be kase a hafu so kan hobi pa. Visa ba ye tuon. Eni ne chile se. A hafu ye MPP stronghold. Na ye be ye new region. Ni ye party isu stronghold yi. Si nya. Modern office. Edifice. Edi show se. MPP. Ye strong. Awa hafu region mo a. Ebeshe ni pa bibri nkwain. Nti ya niyo mebota yeke siye bako seme. Se delegi siye madum. Nanyame soa dum. Ibe ye rijina chama ya wabaye betu numeye imuwa. Ntente msoa meni mfofo nina bidinsa hoso. Eni wada kiste goles. Ni yake nwa bo ma mobilize. A lot of resources. I will lead that charge. Na yet mesi. Ye modern office. Eno be ye rallying point. Ama de pati nwa rijini nina. Na mse eno sube she pati manu nkwain. Na she pati nwa. At large, Ghana ni na susun kwanza. I have new region yet mienya party office diama because multi-party democracy ya Ghana di huanshimino. I bet na wafibo. Si bitu mepe tu party ni mayeswa. Yo baby Asia. Yo di fesiswa aye symbol of the party strength the original. Nse adia eche inmonya. Nse nei modern political party organization. Nse shemini bibi yamuno. Say your by structure, a officer. Honey, it means that you be a year. I shame crying a boapa. The toss will be used to say, A two seats are Nijay, a team wahafu. A year a stiffy south, and yes, now for south. As a former member of parliament for 12 years, I mean the dynamics of half regional. A idea, some very regional chairman. Meaning, crop for memorize the account of boom. Yet me a trust in the right strategy. To some business stories, the finance minister Ken Oforiata has announced that the government has decided to reduce the rate of the controversial electronic transfer levy by 2.0.25%. This means the state will no longer charge the proposed 1.75%, but rather 1.5% on all electronic transfers if the e-levy is approved. And finally, it has been approved. Ken Oforiata gave details when he appeared before the House on Tuesday, March 25th, 2020 to table the motion for the commencement of the debate on e-levy. Earlier, the minority in parliament objected to the motion because it was not captured in the business of the week. Despite the objection, the finance minister, Ken Oforiata, was allowed to move the motion in parliament and the e-levy has been officially passed. Speaker Bagbin. Honourable members, 
the electronic transfer levy bill 2021 duly read a third time and passed. Honorable members, by the guidance of my timepiece, is a few minutes after 2 p.m. You are definitely in my hands, and I'll proceed to adjourn the house, unless otherwise guided by the house. During the e-levy, the minority in parliament who walk out during the passage of the e-levy bill has filed a suit at the Supreme Court to prevent President Okufodo from assenting to the bill. The minority in representing in the stay of execution sued by the minority leader Haruna Idrisu and his colleagues Maham Ayariga and Samuel Okudato Oblakwa. What parliament is purported to have done, led by the majority caucus, with less than 137 members only amount to a charade of approving a so-called e-levy and subjecting it to second reading, consideration, procedural amendment, and third reading. It simply work out to disenable them from having to quote the words of the Supreme Court, a voting quorum. They are simply and were simply less than 137. At least, I'm using 137 because conspicuously, everybody in the world in Ghana know the Honorable Adjuas Afo was not present. Meanwhile, the general manager of the Mobile Money Limited Ellie Heaney also assures customers on the move to mitigate the burden e-levy brings. Um, the issue of e-levy and its impact um, internally we've looked at um, and like in other um, countries where similar taxes have been imposed, we've seen its impact. We, we believe that um, on the basis of what we see in those uh, countries, there's likely going to be an impact on this side. What the impact will be at this point, we, we cannot uh, tell, but uh, we see that happening. And what is most important, and I think in the discussions we've had earlier, is how we can continue to engage so that in the process where the impact itself becomes negative to its uh, expected results. The right steps will be taken uh, to make sure that we mitigate it, working together with all stakeholders. Otherwise, on our side, we'll continue uh, to work and ensure that its implementation um, does not um, bring issues that will overly interrupt the business we built and will continue to sustain their interest in the digitization agenda or customers' interest in electronic transactions going forward. That is what we, we look forward to, that customers or uh, users or subscribers will continue to adopt the electronic means of transaction as much as possible. So we look forward to working with 
Stuart Business Tour is the chairman of the GPRTU in the Ashanti region. Ahati Sumaila Bwache has revealed that lower fares will be increased by tomorrow, Thursday, March 31st, 2022. Ahati Sumaila Bwache in an interview on March 29th, 2022, stated that they have increased transport fares by 15%. We have increased transport fares by 15% and it is taking effect in the Ashanti region by Thursday, March 31st, 2022. The GPRTU TU chairman confirmed the decision came into existence after meeting with government and all transport operators this week amidst the recent increment of the petroleum product. If you just join us, this is the afternoon news on Ghana Talks Radio on International Front. 21 states are now suing Joe Biden administration to end the mask mandate on planes and public transportation. Filing the lawsuit Tuesday, the state attorneys general are urging that the mandates count as federal overreach after the mandate was set to expire on March 18th and then push through April 18th following a Centers for Disease Control and Prevention recommendation performs. If politicians and celebrities can attend to Super Bowl on mask, every U.S. citizen should have the right to fly on mask. That is what Florida government Ron DeSantis said, who states is the lead plaintiff calling uh, the mandate a federal violation of state sovereignty. The suit, which was filed in the U.S. District Court for the Middle District of Florida, names CDC Director Dr. Rachel Valensky, Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, and Health and Human Service Secretary Javier Becerra, airline CEO from Delta, Southwest and American, or ask Biden to end the mandate via a letter last week. Russia has announced it will drastically reduce military combat operations in two key areas of Ukraine to boost mutual trust in peace talks. The decision to scale back operation around the capital of Kiev and the northern city of Chernihiv is the first sign of the tangible progress from talks, but it is unclear how extensive any reduction in the military activity might be, and Ukraine remains skeptical. The U.S. and U.K. also said the pledge should be treated with caution. He added that there has been progress on the neutrality and non-nuclear state of Ukraine, which are two key concerns of Moscow. However, the governor of Ukraine's Chernihiv region says there is no let-up in attacks by Russia, despite its pledge to reduce military activities there. The governor, Charles, took to the Telegram messaging app to denounce Russia's promise. We move to Israel and five people have been shot dead by a Palestinian gunman in the suburb of Israeli city Tel Aviv in a third deadly attack of its kind in a week. It happened in Beni Brak, one of the country's most populous ultra-Orthodox Jewish areas. The gunman was shot dead by police, a paramedic at the same scene said. Israeli security forces were on high alert after the attacks by Israeli Arabs last Tuesday and Sunday which left six people dead. Police said an officer who shot the gunman was also among the dead. The attacker has been identified as a 26-year-old Palestinian from a village near Jenin in the north of the occupied West Bank, which has previously been jailed in Israeli. Israeli Prime Minister Nafti Bennett held an emergency security meeting and his security cabinet will convene on Wednesday. 
The World Bank has suspended four projects in the Afghanistan worth a million dollars, that is 458 million euros, after the Taliban banned girls from returning to secondary schools. The projects aim include improving education, health and agriculture. They also had a strong focus on ensuring that girls and women participate and benefit from the support the bank had said earlier. Last week, the Taliban reversed the decision to allow the schools to open following months of restriction. The Taliban said schools will only reopen after a decision over uniforms for female students have been made in accordance with the Sharia law and Afghan tradition. We are in Ethiopia, and Ethiopia has started a new drive to repatriate tens of thousands of migrant workers in Saudi Arabia. The first batch of 498 women and children returnees were received on Wednesday by senior government official at Addis Ababa's main airport. It follows reports of undocumented migrants being subjected to inhuman treatment in the Middle East country, including detention in squalid centers. The Ethiopian authorities hope to repatriate 100,000 nationals back home over the next 11 months. The government has come under criticism, particularly on social media, for not doing enough on the plight of Ethiopian migrants in Saudi Arabia. It is unclear if the returnees will be provided with sustainable livelihoods at home. To entertainment stories, and Etasin is leading the charge for this year's BAFTA TV Awards with 11 nominations. The Channel 4 drama about a group of friends hit by the 1980s AIDS crisis is up for prizes, including Best Miniseries plus four acting awards. Oli Alexander is up for the Best Actor, Lydia West for Best Actress, and Omari Douglas, Callum Scott Horrells, and David Curley for Best Supporting Actor. Other shows with multiple nominations nominations include time, help, and sex education. The nominations for the Matsi movement are the only accolade to be voted by any public were announced last week. This is where I end the afternoon news on Ghana Talks Radio. Thank you so much for joining me. You can log on to our website www.ghanatalksradio.com for more news updates. My name is Sandra Asante. Stay tuned for the Sport Tidbit. Have a great afternoon. Get it big, get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR, Ghana Talks Radio. GTR Sports. GTR Sports. Join us on GTR for global tidbits and soccer. He's a goal! Tennis, boxing, and many other sporting activities. What a good shot! Tune in to GTR. What a stadium, what a stadium. For the sported bit on Ghana Talks Radio with me, Sandra Asante. I warmly welcome you to it. So, today, there have been a lot of you know exciting and non exciting stories concerning what happened because yesterday the Black Stars were able to silence the noises of Super Eagles, turning them into fighting. Super Eagles ransacking the page, ending up killing one calf official. So, don't go anywhere. I'll be back with more stories for you. Join us on GTR for global tidbits and soccer. Tennis, boxing, and many other sporting activities. What a good shot! Tune in to GTR. What a stadium! What a stadium! 
Yeah, welcome back from the break. So, Black Stars of Ghana have broken the hats of Nigerians uh, to book a place in the 2022 World Cup after playing a one-go-to-one draw with Nigeria in Abuja. So, Ghana started the game on, you know, blistering pace with uh, Thomas Tepate and Jordan. Are you getting involved in the game real quick? It was the Black Stars that struck the first through Arsenal Medfeda. Thomas Tepate with a long shot from outside the box into the center of the post to make it one go to now to Ghana. But his shot from the outside of the box went past Nigeria goalkeeper Uzoho, who couldn't keep it out. Nigeria drew a level in the 22nd minute when VAR ruled that there was an illegal tackle on Ademola Lukman in the Ghanaian box and resulted penalty was nicely dispatched by defender Trust Econ to make it one go to one draw. So let's check the highlights.
they were not able to be the Eagles of at the day. They were thrashed very much because they thought that they were going to win the match yesterday and so sad for them. It couldn't happen like that. But, you know, uh, yesterday's match-related stories, a confederation of African football calf official died yes in the melee that ensued in the aftermath of the Nigerians' one-go-to-one draw with the Black Stars in the 2022 World Cup playoff. The Nigerian journalist Osasu Obayewana in a post on Twitter reported the news adding that the said official is a Zambian medical practitioner uh, named Dr. Joseph uh, Kabungo. He confirmed that the family of Kabungo as well as Zambian FA has been informed as well. So they said, sad news, I understand that an official for the uh, NG Super Eagles at Ghana Black Stars has died. It's really sad. So I want us to listen and check if you're watching on Facebook and check what happened after the game. The Super Eagles telling to the Super Fighters ransacking everything on the pitch yesterday. <laughs> devastating happening. So, Ghanaian sports journalist Atapoku, who witnessed the unfortunate incident at the stadium, narrated that, you know, uh, they were they beat him. They said that he was beaten and he fell and they threaded on him. He lost consciousness and was rushed to an ambulance closer to the Ghana dressing for uh, CPR. And the entire Ghanaian contingent watched on a resuscitation attempt were made with an oxygen mask, but he was taken to the hospital and later, uh, you know, he died. So, it's really sad that, you know, you, you've lost and you're trying to kill someone else. It's very sad that it happened. We hope uh, he so rests in perfect peace. But coming back to the excitement, the president, Nanado Dankwe Kufado, after the game yesterday, really was touched and really impressed by the performance of Coach Oto Ajo and the Black Stars over the feet uh, over the Nigerians. This is what the president uh, has to say. For your uh, uh, qualification for the for the World Cup, it's excellent. The whole country is is uh, is. Uh, I don't think people are going to sleep tonight. Yeah. We're all so happy. So congratulations to you. Congratulations to all the boys, the captain, Partey, and all of them. That really, and I'm hoping that I'll see you tomorrow. Yes, the president was really, you know, impressed with that one. But the Ministry uh, of Sports also, uh, they, they issued a statement today and they, they said the Ministry of Youth and Sports joins millions of Guineans to celebrate the remarkable qualification of the men's senior national uh, football team, the Black Stars of the Qatar 2022 FIFA World Cup after eliminating the Super Eagles of Nigeria. We recommend uh, the Black Stars for their relentless pursuit of this dream and we congratulate them. Uh, for their gallant display 
against the Super Eagles, which gave Ghana victory at the end of the two pulsating uh, legs in Kumasi and Abuja. Uh, with a lot more, you can check it on our website as well. This is for the uh, Ministry of Youth and Sports and the, the entire GFA also said to congratulate the Black Stars and Coach Otto Ado. But still on Coach Otto Ado, German Bundesliga side Borussia Dortmund have sent a congratulatory message uh, to the assistant coach who also doubles as interim uh, Black Star Coach Otto Ado for his success in securing the World Cup qualification for the Black Star. So in a post on social media, the German club described Otto Ado as a true Guinean legend who helped lead the senior national team to uh, the World Cup. They said... Congrats to Otoado and Art Ghana uh, Black Stars on qualifying for the World Cup, a true Ghanaian legend. Otoado was appointed as a, you know, Ghana's interim head of coach for the World Cup qualifying matches and helped them uh, to lead victory. The club added that one. So, you know, they were really impressed on that. But still on, uh, you know, playoffs and, you know, qualifying matches. Uh, the final night of African qualifying for the World Cup uh, produced a high drama and upset on Tuesday uh, through the continent uh, line up in Qatar. I uh, will have, you know, quite some look in there. So Morocco, Senegal and Tunisia participated at the last finals in uh, Russia 2018, while Cameroon and Ghana also were at the finals four years before that. But both Cameroon and Ghana produced unexpected uh, away success to qualify, eliminating the other more fancied Algeria and Nigeria. It rhymes Algeria and Nigeria. They definitely had to be out. So Cameroon, they secured their first place with the last kick of the match. DP in the extra time in builder as Kao Toko Ikambi swept home the speculative cross as well. Also, Tunisia denied Mali first World Cup finals appearance with one go to no aggregate triumph over uh, um, Morocco. And Senegal repeated the penalty shootout success over Egypt as Sadio Mane. Again, got the better of uh, his Liverpool teammate, Mohamed uh, Salah. So that's how it happened. So the cast new stadium was filled with capacity hours before uh, the clash we saw. Senegal beats uh, Egypt one goal to nail and for a one one draw on aggregates after extra time. So we want to check out the penalty shootout. Not Gabaski. And it's at the bar. Hit hard enough, went for the top corner. Salah then against Medni and he's missed it. Fuzzy kick. It would be Mohamed Salah. It wasn't Africa Cup of Nations final. And he's saved here. First save made in extra time. And he's missed. Well, he tried the little. Yes. And the. Will he hear? Two two. No, you can't. Bomber day collected, is he? Sadio Mane sends Senegal, and the first time they've done it back to back. Africa confirm their dominance. Four two, the win in the. It's really sad for Egypt, but you know Sadio Mane make the night as well. But a follow-up of that particular event happened today, and the Egyptian Football Association (EFA) has filed an official complaint to FIFA after the controversies that surrounded the penalty shootout loss to Senegal uh, on Tuesday night, which included the Egypt bars being attacked. So, in an official statement, uh, the 
hashtag EFA claimed that injuries were caused during the attack on their uh, team bus and the Egyptian Football Association have lodged a formal complaint against its Senegalese counterpart. To the match observer, the security officials hashtag CAF and hashtag FIFA before the start of the match between the two teams. So they are saying that the teams were subjected to racism after the appearance of offensive banners in the uh, the stands aimed at the players, specifically Mohamed Salah. So, moreover, the Senegalese fans terrorized the Egyptian players by throwing bottles and stones at them during the warm-up as well as attacking the Egyptian team bus, which caused glass shattering and some injuries, which was documented uh, with pictures and videos attached to uh, the complaint. So, they really filed that particular uh, one today so from Qatar president and FIFA they are saying that any African countries who feels like qualifying should have the stars in its flag yes that's what Nigerian didn't have in the qualification for uh, you know going to Qatar 2022 you can check the stars for yourself they qualify teams they are having including black stars they are having that in the Ghana flag yes they are having that so still on the you know Qatar playoffs Portugal captain Cristiano Ronaldo was tireless in his team two goes to no win against the giants killer north macedonia on tuesday creating one of bruno fernandez two goals in two goes to no win that gave them a spot at this year's world cup finals in Qatar. also chile's two goes to no home defeat to uruguay yes on tuesday also confirmed the absence from a second consecutive world cup finals and likely marks the end of the road for the golden generation who helped them to back to back the Copa American titles. Also, Poland's Robert Lewandowski and, you know, Zelensky fired second half goal to book a place at the World Cup finals in Qatar with a two goals to nil win over Sweden in the electrifying play of ties on uh, Tuesday. So if you're able to win yesterday, it means that, you know, you're one of the best teams as well. So away from that now, African South Korean head coach Paulo Bento said the team produced the worst performance in Tuesday's uh, one go to nil defeat by the United Arab Emirates, which saw them finish second in their World Cup qualifying group. Also, Bento's side, who had already qualified for the World Cup, ended second in Group A on 23 points. But Iran also, they, they beat Lebanon two goes to nil to leapfrog the Koreans and finish top on 25 points. So, UAE um, Herab Abdullah scored in the 54th minute in Dubai, handing the Koreans their only defeat of the qualifying phase on that. So he said, what we did today was the worst performance we had. That's what Coach Bento Tos reported after the match. We should have, uh, we should be disappointed in more than the results with the performance and the attitude as well. After winning the previous game and getting the first position and losing the first position in the next game, competing and playing as we did for me, it's not normal. But it happened. It depends on what effort you put on the pitch at that day, that time. It would determine how it's going to turn out for you. So we can't talk much about it. But Russian sports um, minister Oleg Matisson said on Wednesday that Russia will invite friendly countries to take part in its uh, national university games at a time when its own athletes remain a sideline from competitions over Moscow's war in Ukraine. So following the Russia's military uh, intervention for which Belarus, yes. So, uh, before we continue about that particular story, I pandek to join in as we join this afternoon by Amdala Hamza and Azigo. Good afternoon, guys. If you can hear me, you're welcome to the Spotted Bait on Ghana Talks Radio. Good 
Yes, uh, good afternoon, Sandra. Okay, good so okay, so I'll I'll start with you, Aziko. Uh, there have been some great predictions on your part in terms of you know the Black Stars having a feat yesterday. How how was the feeling like getting to know that you know your predictions came through? Well, uh, I must say that going into this particular game, uh, the most important thing was that the Black Stars have ensured that they did not concede a goal at home. Okay, uh, because the Nigeria. No matter how good they are, uh, mm -hmm. or they were prior to this particular game they played yesterday, they had considered uh, goals, and then with their records, as far as the World Cup qualification is concerned, mm -hmm. um, the, all the matches that they played uh, in Nigeria, that is their home ground, mm -hmm. it has not been uh, that of a perfection. It, they have recorded an average performance. And so this is, yesterday's game was a final leg, and an average performance or average result will not yield any uh, better scoreline for you. So I wasn't uh, surprised okay. that yesterday the Black Stars... I made it clear that that was it all. The best Nigeria will do okay. is to put the goal back, but not to have an extra goal. All right. Okay. So before I come to you... Um, Abdullah, you, you were hoping that if uh, the GFA and the coach and the players are able to put, uh, you know, the right tactics forms uh, as well as, you know, diligence on the line, they'll be able to also uh, outperform as they did yesterday. What do you have to say about their performance yesterday? Um, very well, Sandra. Thanks very much for the opportunity. Um, yesterday was, was, was quite an uh, interesting day. For, for, for Ghana football and for the whole of Ghanaians. As I have always been saying, Amadou Panik, the president of the NFF, always did what he can to put fear into the, Ghana, the Ghanaian national team. Okay. So I remember one of his statements when he said, Ghana is supposed to do 10, they are going to do 30, meaning they will do 30 times of whatever we do. Mm -hmm. But yesterday, was it was clearly evident. And as we've always known, the Nigerians, they always look jittery in their home grounds Let's not forget in their qualification, they had to play a territory draw against Central African Republic, mm -hmm. which brought a lot of mass attention onto their team, looking at how they are able to perform outside the shores of Nigeria. Okay. But when they come to Nigeria, they kind of find some difficulties. And going into the game, Ghanaians said a lot. We, we were expecting certain things from Coach Otuado. And mm -hmm. all things said and done, I think Otu was, was, was very much on point. He had his tactics correct, his substitutions when to do it, how to do it, All what right. to do during any crucial moment. I think Coach Utuado yesterday was on top of his game, and I guess no Gwabon had no chance to, to tackle him. Okay, okay. Uh, okay, so I'm the last thing on you. You, you know that we, we've actually lost uh, a calf official. Yes, he passed on because of the stampede that happened uh, on part of Nigerian after they were defeated. This is really a very serious uh, happening that did happen yesterday. Looking forward to sanctioning or something on FIFA's part, what do you think should be what they should be doing to the Nigerians in terms of uh, having that particular reaction and killing an official? Um, it was it, it was very bad, you know, in all honesty. Looking at the Nigerians, the fans did. You can't you, you can't blame the fans then because yesterday was 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 a half holiday for Nigerians. Mm -hmm. And yesterday, around 1 p.m., all government workers, all shops were supposed to be closed at Nigeria. Mm -hmm. And not only in Nigeria, even sources say that the um, Nigerian embassy in Ghana also closed at 1 p.m. Mm -hmm. It shows clearly that 
They took the match with, with, all, with all seriousness and integrity. Mm-hmm. But it was quite unfortunate. Things didn't go their way. Mm-hmm. But the, the leaders of their game, Mr. Amadou Pinnick and the organizers, mm-hmm. they, they, they have a lot to say to the kids, to carve an African football as a whole. Because mm-hmm. you must, I don't know the sort of security expect mm-hmm. they had. Mm-hmm. This is a category A match for which you need to get all the security bodies, talking of the military and this, um, the the. The police, everyone should be present. But yesterday was quite unfortunate. Very, very the moment the game ended, you could see the Nigerian fans. They were trooping on the field. You don't know what they were mm-hmm. coming to do. And it was so sad very for us to hear that due to the stampede, one cap official. That oh. is the most serious thing. Very Even serious. if it has happened that it was one of the Nigerian officials, mm-hmm. although you've lost your, 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 your human, but we won't take it easy with you. Of course. To accept that a man whom CAF have sent to come and see to the welfare of the mm-hmm. game, the well-being of the supporters mm-hmm. and everyone, and he turns out to lose his life. And I think the Nigerians, they, they, they feel pity for themselves, but that won't help for now. They must be sanctioned. sanctioned. I just told myself, the moment I saw the news and saw what the Nigerians were, were doing, mm-hmm. it came to a point the Ghanaian players had to run for their lives because yeah, they, you are they, they to, You yeah. may not know what will happen. They had to run for their life. More or less, it seems like they were at a war zone, but not. We were playing football, and that shouldn't be happening in this 21st, 22nd century. Yeah. So I think CAF, and this won't only be in the hands of CAF, okay. but it, it is a FIFA qualifying game to work up. Okay. So I think CAF and FIFA should become the authority. FIFA can extend the sanctions to maybe the next World Cup qualifications, and I'm expecting CAF to also give a more strict punishment like no, June, July will be starting the qualification to yeah. the AFCON yes. in 24, 23. My best, my best option for for, for Mr. Bakashi and the car people is just okay. sanction Nigeria. All the terrible matches should be played outside Nigeria or behind closed doors. Okay, okay, thank you, Hamza. Um, Aziko, I'll come to you now. So today, Egyptian Football Association has filed an official complaint to FIFA after the controversy surrounding their penalty shootouts and also uh, racism, you know, uh, reactions that happened in terms of Mohamed Salah not able to uh, score yesterday. What do you have to say about that as well? Well, uh, Sandra, a quick one. Before I go there, uh, let us make it uh, uh, that Dr. is the uh, who is now late. Yeah. I mean, the CAP official mm-hmm. who died yesterday. Yeah, Dr. Uh, it, it's a Zambian uh, doctor. Yeah. And, and it's, yeah, it's, a, it's a medical practitioner for that matter. And he was purposely sent yesterday by CAP mm-hmm. to come and conduct the test uh, for the uh, were involved yesterday. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it's unfortunate that some of these things have happened to few officials uh, of the game of association football. It's, it's unfortunate. Very, However, very unfortunate. Uh, with the issue of uh, Egypt, yeah. I believe that Tarsen, they are all dealing with that issue. I do because he's got his Tarsen right. Okay. I believe that the time has come where teams have to understand that. It's one thing having a goalkeeper that will play the game for you, or having the players that will play for you. Okay. But in case one department is not able to come into the party, right. then you are going to uh, have this difficulty. Lost to Senegal through penalty in South. Mm-hmm. How did you get the chance in South? Okay. They had options attack uh, the Dalit. It is not true that because they had the hope that they have a better Mohammed Salah that was able to 
and then uh, it uh, never happened. We saw that replicating itself at the point where you expected the Egyptians to mm -hmm. mount more attacking options forward. Mm -hmm. Yesterday against Ghana, you saw that at the point that Nigeria was playing five strikers, mm -hmm. five attacking, uh, attacking. So you realize that there was somebody who needed a goal at all costs. All right. Uh, Egyptians could have also done that. But the coach thought that, okay, let us hold them back, and then we go to we go into the penalty shootout, which is our favorite, All and right. then we're going to get the walkover. Now, penalty has become everybody's game. It could go for you, it could go for anybody. Of course. And that was why yesterday uh, things went that way. So I believe that on, ta on tactical and technical grounds, yes. it shows that uh, he has to go. Okay. And then uh, it's a good decision by the Egyptian FA. Okay. Uh, someone must come uh, to continue from there. Of Egypt, course. they are big names. Uh, it, it is a big name in uh, world football world and football, African yeah. football for that matter. Okay. It is so sad and disappointing that they wouldn't be able to make it to the World Cup after a consecutive penalty shootout hmm. against a West African uh, team, Senegal. Very, very sad. Okay, thank you so much, gentlemen, for joining me on the Sported Bet on Ghana Talks Radio. Okay, so those were um, um, Amdala Hamza and Atiku sharing thoughts on what happened uh, in terms of Senegal and Egypt to play as well as the Black Stars and the Nigerians. So, uh, in cricket today, Australia's Metro Marsh has been ruled out of the remainder of the White Ball Series in Pakistan with a hip injury. So, the all-rounder who was played off, yeah, player of the match in Australia's 2020 World Cup final win against New Zealand last year injured his left flexor in training and missed Tuesday's opening one a day in Lahore. So Cricket Australia said in a statement on Wednesday that Marsh will be released after an assessment uh, showed he would not be available for the remaining three matches of the tour. New Zealand also sport will welcome full capacity uh, crowd when COVID-19 rules is this weekend after the bruising period of revenue. So New Zealand capped the crowds at 100 people for outdoor events while battling an outbreak of the Omicron variant but will lift the curbs uh, from Saturday along with the need for fans to wear masks, the government uh, said today as well. So Australian cricketer, I'm talking of Shane Wane, was farewelled at the state memorial at the Melbourne Cricket Ground today where tens of thousands of people gathered to remember one of the game's finest players at his home stadium. Wane, whose talent and personality transcended cricket, died on a suspect heart attack about three weeks ago at the age of 52 while on holiday in um in, in Thailand. So a private funeral service was held for Warner's closest friend and family in Melbourne last week, but all were invited uh, to Wednesday's televised memorial where his father, Keith, mourned the loss of 11 and, uh, you know, Karen's son and his former teammates also remembered as fierce and mischievous competitor as well but it's really sorry hope is so fine eternal uh peace but in tennis today daniel masvedev is one win away from retaking the world number one sport after moving past american uh jenson brosby seven five six one and into the miami open quarterfinals on tuesday the u.s open champion also lost his serve in the first
first game found a momentum after fending off two more break points in a defeat, winning the final four games of the first set in which he fired down six acres as well. Elsewhere, also Nicky Kiros continued to blast the chair empire overseeing his 7-6-3-6-3 loss to Janik Sinan at the Miami Open after the match on Tuesday where he very Australian was given a point and then the game penalty he gained was you know unraveled it's sad he couldn't do that but it is what it is it happens is either you win or you lose on that in formula one former motor racing boss and privacy campaigner max mostly died on a gunshot wood in his bedroom yes of his london home last may after being told his cancer was terminal and inquest heard uh, on tuesday so his family said that at the time the 81 year old younger son of prominent 1930s british fascists also mostly died after a long battle with cancer so british media said the remote inquest at the westminster coroner's court review mostly has been informed he had only weeks to leave so a neighbor and housekeeper summoned the emergency services after finding a note uh, on his bedroom door saying uh, do not enter called the police so the inquest had the mostly uh, told his longtime personal assistant henry alexander a day earlier that he intended to take his own life it's very sad that it happened but you know we can't uh, say anything. We hope he's so fine in 10 out peace. So before we wrap it up in cycling, Colombian cyclist Egan Bernal said he was happy to be back on his bike just two months after a near-fatal accident led him needing multiple surgeries. So Bernal, who won the 2019 Tour de France and last year's Giro d'Italia, had neurosurgery after slamming into a stationary bus in Colombia in January. He fractured uh, his vertebra, right femur, and also right patella, and suffered chest trauma as well as punctured lung. But the 25-year-old had said the accident left him with a 95% chance of becoming, you know, paraplegic. But uh, he left hospital in February and has posted a picture of himself in uh, on Instagram back cycling on the road. If you're watching on Facebook, you can see that describing it as the happiest day of his life. You're also happy uh, to know that he is back with us. But Ben was the youngest rider to win the tour in more than a century and had risked recently extended his contract with the Enios uh, yes, Grenadiers team to 2026. We are happy uh, that he is back. This is why I end this sport today. Thank you so much for joining me. My name is Sandra Asante. 20 Hits Countdown is up next. Entertainment Havagana Talks Radio and I'm happy joining you and I know you're happy too because I'm here to give you all the updates you need to know in entertainment. Getting news about your favorite celebrities, what's going on with them and how things are going with them. So, Jada Pinkett Smith, yes, first time spoke about the slap regarding the husband and that, uh, you know, Eric Rock also. Guineans, hmm, celebrities are really enjoying uh, the feat of the black stars over the Super Eagles. So let's go straight to the stories today. And Will Smith slapped Chris Rock after, you know, uh, months of being on the edge of a, uh, what is termed a stupid gossip about his married life with Jada Pinkett Smith. That's what Insider is saying. So a source close to the couple shared. Real reasons why the King Richard actor got so upset over Rock's J.I.J. joke. So they said Will and Jada has taken, you know, 
they have taken the high road when it comes to stupid gossip about the Polomori and you know the Scientology but they have felt more exposed these past few years and it has taken a tour so in the same ceremony host Regina Hall also picked fan at the couple calling up Hollywood's eligible bachelors on stage and said Will Smith you are married but you know what you are on the list and it looks like Jada approved you so you get up on here so you know there I think these people really wanted to just make this couple there the couple of the night they're trying to talk about something that will make them but you know the will smack fellow artist and host chris rock across her face for puking fan at wife jada pinkett smith medical condition yeah so keep my wife's name out of your heart that word i can mention here at mouth that's what you know uh, he said but amanda even smith however apologized uh, for his actions on that so away from real smith and a slap over rock right now Korean's decision of giving Prince Andrew a prominent position at Prince Philip's memorial has been analyzed by royal aspects. So BBC royal correspondent Peter Hahn said that the Queen moves at the Westminster Abbey were, you know, purposely made to bring the Duke of York a graceful back to the public life. He said it didn't happen by chance, but he couldn't have sat in the congregation with others and his relatives, but they actively decided that he would have his role of support and her if you did the right thing it wouldn't be in the congregation but that's what it is so she has seen chosen in essence to remind people that he hasn't admitted any wrongdoings and he's not guilty of anything he is innocent and she is very clearly stating that he has a role as uh, the family occasion so that's what they're saying that mm, he has actually been out so we can we can predict him from anything but jason momoa is here and is addressing rumors around his romance with a strange wife elisa bonnet Speaking to the exes Hollywood ahead of the Oscars, Momoa declared that he has pledged from what despite speculation that suggests otherwise. He said that we are not back together. He said we are family and you have two beautiful children together. Jason announced a split with from wife Lisa in January. The performer, you know, Oh, it's really sad that it actually split and you hear news we are looking forward to see beautiful uh, happy ever after but they come out to say we are not dating again Shawn Mendes, Camila Cabello, everybody I don't like that in as well so you know the former couple show two children Lola 14 and Nako Wolf 13 so however a report according to Hollywood Life claims that the couple is trying to amend things again but Jason moved back into uh, with Lisa about two weeks ago uh, they were very much back together friend of the actor told the and they decided to work on things rather than throw in the towel because they have so much invested in each other. So maybe you might be seeing Lisa and Jason back again. But Prince Harry is here and the Duke of Success Harry was the only royal who did not attend the memorial service of his grandfather prince philip at london's westminster abbey yes on tuesday so prince harry who has removed himself from royalty if i could put it that way yes who moved to leave in the united states with his wife megan and their children did not attend the service following a disagreement with the government over security protection but according to a royal biographer i'm talking of uh, angela 11 prince harry missing phillips memorial proves that he only cares about megan and not the rest of the royal family that's what they are stating i think they should see that right now because they don't have to see through the telescope to see that yes it happens so speaking to the son angela levin said that he prince harry is such a changed person it is difficult to know if he will regret not attending but harry uh, i interviewed was 
caring and kind as well as instinctive. So nowadays he is so full of our resentment and me. And so, you know, definitely he's choosing Megan. I'm not saying that. That's what the story is saying today. So Prince Philip called our famous singer Elton John and his car in Windsor. Yes, the Duke of Edinburgh was deeply bothered by the singer's vibrant vehicle and decided to confront him back in the 70s. So the incident is narrated by a songster in uh, his book, Me. So Elton began by sharing that he did not realize how much attention his car jeered until he met Crane's husband. So Elton wrote in the book, and I quote, I didn't realize how much attention it had attracted until I was introduced to Prince Philip. So Thorpe said, and asked Sir Elton if he lived near Windsor Castle, to which he got a positive response. Have you seen any bloody idiot who drives around that area in his hasty car? So that's all the toughest one that Sir Elton John is telling us today in his book, Me. But, you know, having previously played DC Comics, the Joker Oscar winner, Jared Leto, takes on a Marvel Mobius in the first big screen adaptation of the vampire-like character. Mm, he's so scary to look like a vampire in a movie. So it was an incredible opportunity. Leto told the Brutus in an interview that there have been so many of these comic Marvel characters that have already been interpreted and that it is very rare you get asked to step into the shoes nowadays of a character that's never been realized before. So releasing cinemas this week, Mobius, yes. Mobius, yes, tell the stories of Michael Mobius and Ostrates and also infirm biochemist who suffers from a rare blood disease trying a cure. He morphs into a brutal monster with the thirst for blood and lends to harden his powers. So today we are telling you that our very own Jared Leto will be taking that particular role. And we are looking forward to see because we love him too. Man, he's so cute to be an actor. And we can see his character making in the movie. So you're looking for it, of course. So Snoop Dogg is here. And rapper Snoop dog yes sure um a video of your smith slapping comedian chris rock at the oscar ceremony as we're showing that over and over again if you're watching on facebook if you do you watch on facebook too you should check it on our website oh yes you see that so although the rapper showed the video without any caption the background voice suggested that he thinks the hollywood star was right to hit the man I think so too. Yeah. So, Will Smith also won an Oscar minute after the incident that overshadowed the ceremony. But a day later, the actor apologized to the comedian and the organizers of the ceremony. And rapper Snape Dogg really did a good one. He didn't caption it for any attack. He just posted the video. But we know what he's trying to say, and I support that. Yeah. So. The one that got slapped, I'm talking to Chris Rock, is he here? And Chris Rock talk about being bullied throughout his school life. A month before Will Smith slapped him across the face of the Oscars. So speaking in the episode of Fly on the War with the Dana Garvey and David Spade, Rock recorded, and I quote, Half of the bullying was because I was just a little guy. Then I got abused. I got abused to school and the bullying was because I was a little guy and I was black and I was getting double bullied. So Rock revealed that he got to a point where he thought it was high time to, you know, retaliate. So he, I think he decided to be a comedian to pick out on people like that, making it like, you know, it comedic content, but we know it too. So he said, I went home and I, I put a break into a book bag. 
this is uh, like a legendary story in my neighborhood I swung and smacked the guy in the face with his desk break and storm on him so Joe passes style to you know the point that we thought he might die so he he, he definitely wanted to retaliate to what people has been doing uh, since he was a kid in school getting bullied and all that and I, I really personally think that he decided to use a very very professional way by being a comedy to pick it on people like that yes that's what Chris Rock is saying but see on the slapping story Jada Pinkett yes Jada Pinkett has finally broken her silence after husband Will Smith went on to slap comedian Chris Rock at the Oscars so Turning to Instagram on Tuesday, Jada shared a caption last note for her fans, and it reads, This is a season for healing, and I'm here for it. Mm, what kind of healer is she talking about? So, Will Who later apologized for his emotional reaction at the awards, admitted that his family is sensitive about Jada's medical condition, and uh, another one absence, you know, having this hair loss and all that. And it's really sad that it is happening. So that's what she's saying. Uh, it's really sad that this old thing is happening uh, with her having, you know, been mocked like that. And she's saying that this is a season uh, for healing and she is a here for it. So, guys, it's a healing for her. It's not like a slap. That's what she's saying. But Lisa... Kudrow, yes, uh, is dishing out her favorite friend cast members. She is speaking to Alan DeGeneres in a recent interview. The 58-year-old played a game of Lisa Blank Kudrow, where she was supposed to fill in uh, the blanks to import phrases. And, you know, very important phrases on that. But she said, I would do anything blank, uh, ask me to. That's what Kudrow was asked, which uh, she instantly replied. The Courtney Cox, she said. So DeGeneres then asked a follow-up question. More so than your child, the host said. And Kudrov, who then got into thinking, said, Yeah, Adam, you know, if uh, he asks me something that's inappropriate, I have to say no. So that's what she's telling us today that, you know, she uh, spilled her bias from friends' cast and she said she wouldn't do anything that it's inappropriate for her. But Camila Cabello and Sean Mendez, they really made a beautiful performance. Here's the chap toppers uh, where a more music star so took to the stage uh, Tuesday night at the televised concert aiming to raise fans for a Ukrainian humanitarian appeal. So the lineup for the true art concert for Ukraine in Birmingham, also featured Ukrainian singer Atamala, who won 2016 Eurovision Song Contest, most veteran Naya Rogers and Czech, as well as groups No Patrol and Manic Street Preachers. But Camilla Cabello and Sean Mendes, they really make it so hot. They make it so uh, amazing performing together. Let's check it out. Yes, it was really amazing performance together. And Camila Cabello was quite happy to have, you know, uh, a fan. She is a fan of Edgerton, and we know that. And they really performed their 2022 song, Bam Bam, together. It was amazing. But I like Valdwin, and my very own, I'll call him Uncle. He is here. And he and uh, the wife, yes, Hillary Baldwin, are expecting another baby. Everybody is shocked about that. They are actually joking because a couple who is parents to six children. 
That's just like Angelina Jolie kind of family. Yes, six children is expecting their seventh due uh, this fall. So the good news was announced by Hilaria on her Instagram account. And uh, she said that after many ups and downs over the past few years, we have an exciting app and a huge surprise. Another about Winito is coming this fall, she said, hinting at the ongoing RAS shooting lawsuit. So she continued by saying that we are pretty sure our family was complete and we are beyond happy with their surprise. I am sharing uh, with you the moment uh, we told the kids that uh, they are looking forward to have another sibling. Uh, it's really exciting. I think I like it too. So congratulations going out to them for having their seventh baby. Yeah, so... Yesterday, the Black Stars, they really thrashed the Nigerians. And today, Ghanaian celebrities are really, really having fan and tease on them uh, on social media. So social media has been filled with cheers and excitement, especially from the most uh, Ghanaian celebrities following the Black Stars' victory over the Super Eagles. Yes, yesterday uh, night, March 29th, it really happened. So the Black Stars defeated the long-standing rival to secure a place at the FIFA World Cup in Qatar, Shadow for November 2022. So we know that Ghana really drawed, uh, yes, one go to one against uh, the Nigerians in the capital, Abuja. After Thomas Taipate, he was the captain uh, yesterday, scored the open goal in the 10th minute. Oh my goodness, he is amazing. Yes, 10th minute. So Nigeria had an equalizer when William Truth's Econ also converted a penalty kick as well. But Following what happened yesterday, there were some celebrities, you know, actors, actresses watching uh, the match yesterday. I want us to check that particular sound. You listen to it and those watching on Facebook will also watch it. After that, I'm going to read the comments on Twitter. You will love it. They really enjoyed it. They really enjoyed it. They're so excited. They have even forgotten about the e-lady that is trending in the country. But our very own uh, presenter, Nana Abba Anamwa, tweeted this one. It is very funny. She said that Niger not the carry last, though, but you never the carry first, too. It's saying that Nigeria definitely going to be the first, and they're definitely going to be the last. So, and also, John Dumelo said that I told you they are super chickens. Congrats, Black Star. Super eggs to super chickens. I think and the, the, the chickens go with the super, you know, super chicken is like tasting a good chicken. <laughs> yes, that's what. And Sakuni's old tweet is the one that I love most. He's saying that the Ghana players they didn't try. The people we are begging their artists to show us how to win Grammy with her music, you went and you scored them. Now, how can we approach their artists to help us? <laughs> Davido, burn a whiskey, we beg you. So that's what Sakonia is saying, that this if you're looking forward to, you know, have them uh, help us get to Grammys and all that. And these black stars went on to score them. But it is what it is that we've really, really made Ghana proud. A lot of people were actually not surprised, but, you know, it's kind of uh, touching on that. But there is this vibrant video trending, yes, online. Somebody, we are trying to find him. When you find him, I'm definitely telling you, made a funny short video for Nigerians defeat by the black stars. Let's check it.
an eagle. My teacher says eagles can fly high up in the sky. Eagles are powerful. Yes, my son. Eagles are powerful. They are strong and fast. They are absolutely fearless. But sadly, they can never reach the stars. So does that mean the stars are always on top, higher than the eagle? Yes, my son. The eagle is mighty, but the stars rule above all. The stars rule. The stars rule. The stars rule, of course. He really tried. I don't know who that is, if it's a, a, a female or a male, but they were trying to take us down at the Super Eagles, you know, as John Dumelo called them, Super Chickens. I think I kind of like their name now, Super Chickens, because it really sounds good. So they have been talking, slamming, and, you know, the last time I checked, I even had it on our show here in the studios that they were saying that when um, the coach made, you know, Name the 27-man squad. They were thinking that when they took a long time to name them, they'll be calling up Ronaldo and Messi for that. So I thought they were fit too, but no, they couldn't. We really embarrassed them yesterday. And right now, I don't know. I can't explain how they are feeling because they really go really angry, uh, you know, vandalizing a lot of things uh, at the stadium. And most celebrities, Nigerian celebrities, have come out to say that, you know, uh, they were just, they were just, feeling really bad of other defeat and all that but it is what it is they have been defeated that is it but before we wrap it up three music award board Sadiq Abdullahi Abu has reacted to Sister Fia yes singer Sister Fia's claim that award schemes are not favor female musicians in Ghana so the songstress lamented in the post that some female musicians uh, they give up because of how these award schemes treat them she also mentioned Jackie and Sefa as some female musicians who should have been awarded following the work they did last Last year, but reacting to this in a post, uh, you know, the CEO of Three Music Network, the organizer of Three Music Awards, emphasized what his outfit is doing to help female musicians in the country. So, uh, the Three Music Women's Branch, Three Music Awards, Women of the Year, Imagine Women of the Year, and others are also some of the initiatives that benefit women in the industry, according to uh, Sadiq on that. Bar. He went on to say that my runaway and a swadden wife has written me a love letter. Yes, in a funny way. Uh, the issues women face in the industry is well documented. Industry is generally uh, is general and it can be um, fair for people to do better to enhance inclusion, particularly for women in industry. Uh, hashtag 3 Music Women Branch Initiative, headed by Whitney Bochet Mensah, is meant to drive that much-needed inclusion as well as amplify the issues and seek out the solutions that limit the growth of women in the industry. So, you know, uh, boss of the three music awards, I'm talking of Sadiq Abdullahi Apple, is saying that they are doing a lot of things, uh, a lot of initiatives to help the uh, female artists as well. So that's what uh, he's telling us today. So on that note, I'm wrapping up on Entertainment Hub. Thank you so much for tuning in and feeling excited because still Ghana is excited that we're going to Qatar 2022 and the Super Chickens, they are nowhere to be found. So on that note... Uh, Let's enjoy our feet, enjoy the evening, and don't go so far away because you have to be close to Ghana Talks Radio. DJ Copy Richards is here in the studios to take you on that musical drive from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. My name is Sandra Asante. You should enjoy your evening. <laughs>